Behind the Herald Headlines with Darren Mann. Behind the Herald Headlines today, looking at a story that is of great concern. Public servants in Nelson Mandela Bay increasingly coming under attack from criminals when trying to carry out their duties. And we're talking about social workers, ambulance personnel, municipal officials and everything in between. Some refuse to work in certain areas unless they are accompanied by armed guards. Member of the Mayoral Committee for Nelson Mandela Bay, Councillor Lupolo Namete, joins us to discuss the issue. Councillor, good morning. How long have you been aware of this problem? Hello, uh, good morning to you and good morning to your uh, listeners of yours. Uh, look, this thing has been quite around for a, a quite of time. But uh, what I want to say is that uh, as a department, we are quite aware of this challenge. And uh, it does have a lot of impact, bad impact to our staff. And also it has an impact on the service delivery. Have you had any members of your department or any of the uh, municipal officials providing service delivery, have any of them actually come under physical attack? I hear guns are often used. What's the worst incident that's happened so far? Look, the worst incident that has happened so far is that uh, my guys were, were gunpoint and some of them uh, were assaulted. So, yeah, this thing is it's very bad We've heard reports that some officials refuse to go into certain areas unless they're accompanied by armed guards. Yes, uh, there are no go areas like uh, Motherwell, uh, some in the northern areas, and also around around Wazakele, and also in Yutnik. So what happens to residents in those areas if they need service delivery? Well, at times we, we, we ask our safety and security, in particular the Metropolis, to go and accompany those, those staff. But, you know, it takes a process to, to get some uh, law enforcement agencies. So if we don't get an, an escort, we have to take a private company to go and attend to that uh, uh, Councillor, have you been liaising with the South African police services? Are there any arrests being made in situations like this? Uh, look, my office is in talks with the uh, South African uh, police services, CPF, private security companies, and also the neighbourhood watch. We are embarking on a programme to safeguard our staff and also to fight this thing of uh, vandalism and cable theft. And, Councillor, could you share a few of the tactics or strategies you're going to apply, ways of combating the problem? Look, we are, firstly, we are, we, we, we are trying to engage our community because all these kind of incidents happen there in our communities. So we are saying our communities should be on the forefront. Nevertheless, the South African police will be there and all other stakeholders will be there. But the people who must take ownership are people, are our residents. They must take charge because they are the ones who are being victimized by this kind of perpetrators. So we are, we are appealing to our residents to say, let's work together to fight this kind of uh, bad habit. We have heard reports that community members look the other way when these attacks take place. Obviously, they're being intimidated too. What would you suggest they should do if they come across one of these incidents, someone, uh, someone being threatened or intimidated by a criminal? You know, uh, we don't want them to put themselves in danger as well. But what we are saying, we are saying that uh, community leaders uh, must come together 
and report any kind of uh, criminality. Because you know the world is like this because of no one takes charge. No one wants to report. No one wants to come forward. So we are saying that these communities must be whistleblowers. They must talk to us. There's a, a, a toll-free number of the municipality. Report. Ten triple one is there. Report. In closing, Councillor, electricity falls in your portfolio. Sometimes when there's load shedding or an electricity problem, the municipal officials who are going to respond have to wait a long time for security to accompany them. Have you had these reports as well? How common is that? Yes, it's correct. Sometimes we will, we will report or we will, we will, we will respond. Uh, we take a long time to respond. It might happen that uh, we don't have an escort to escort uh, these members to go and attend the problem. But we are working very hard to try and respond in time. Member of the Mayoral Committee in Nelson Mandela Bay with electricity in his portfolio, <laughs> Councillor Lukola Namate, thank you so much for joining us. Have a good day. Thank you very much. Continuing our chat now about the problem happening to public servants in Nelson Mandela Bay who are increasingly coming under attack from criminals whilst trying to carry out their duties. We have the spokesperson for the MEC for Social Development in the Eastern Cape, Busi Jemsana Mantashe. Busi, thank you for your time. How are you keeping? Good morning. I'm good. I'm hoping you're also keeping well under the circumstances. I'm actually the spokesperson for Social Development, MEC Mambuke Fanta. Good morning to you and your listeners. Thank you so much. We're talking about social workers, ambulance personnel, municipal officials and everything in between getting attacked by criminals when they respond to calls or try and carry out matters of service delivery. You're aware of this? We're very much aware of this and it is concerning for us as government that as our official uh, civil servants continue to carry out their work, they are being under constant attack from uh, criminals uh, in various areas. At first it was prevalent in the northern areas, but it has since moved to uh, New Brighton, Guamataki, and, and other areas in the Nelson Mandela Bay metro. They are targeting state vehicles, they are targeting branded vehicles. I know SABC cars also get attacked, ambulances, and, and it, it, is, it is a concern for us because these officials are there to help our communities, they are there to help improve and better the lives of our community members, and yet they get attacked from the very same communities. Busi, we obviously can't carry on like this. How are we going to combat the problem, and what plans do you have in place, if any? You would have uh, noted me saying they're being attacked by the very same communities. I'm, I'm saying that because our communities turn a blind eye. It might be a few people, uh, selected individuals who are doing these criminal elements in our communities, but the rest of the community uh, turns a blind eye. They are numb in, in situations where they, are, they should be standing up and, and speaking against these things. More often than not, we know the culprits. We know who are those people we know the trends but we kind of blend eye and if we continue to do so it is us as communities that are going to suffer the most because our social workers for example they are there to to, to offer psychological support but they are there to collect data and 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 write reports in terms of who needs urgent assistance uh in in our communities and if they are attacked and they're unable to go into our communities it means they are not going to to to, to fast track the 
needs of the people. It needs that the people who need urgent services from government, they are not going to get them. So what the MEC has been calling for is that communities themselves, they stand up, they form street committees, they form community protection uh, organs in their communities. They stand up and they speak against this and they unite as a community. Whilst we are also calling on law enforcement agencies to act with speed to make arrests, but also arrests that will lead to prosecutions and convictions to act as a deterrent to anyone who thinks they can attack uh, civil servants, who think they can attack and rob people who are there to work, innocent people who are in communities to better the lives of community members. So it, it is not an issue that should be taken to the doorstep of the police alone. It is not an issue that should be taken to health or social development or the Herald or whatever organization. But all of us as a community, as a society, as a people, have a role to play in improving the li- our lives in, and, and, and creating a conducive environment for our children so that they can grow up in a free a democratic country in a free society where they're free to do anything. Because if you let them rob, uh, now, tomorrow, who is it? Tomorrow, more than just robbing, what is it? Do we wake up to a call saying that social workers have been gunned down? Do we want to create that kind of a society? I certainly don't think so. We might involve the police as we have tried to say, they must accompany our social workers. But what kind of a society is it that officials, that civil servants, that people when they want to walk into a community they have to be guarded they have to have security guards they have to have police with them is that a society that we want to raise our children in? I certainly don't think so and so we need to begin to have these conversations as a people to say no, this can't continue this can't go on But Busi, with all due respect, members of the community may have been intimidated or they're fearful for their lives That's why I am saying it, it needs all police, it needs government, it needs them as members of the community so that we can root it out. Because if now it's two people who are the culprits in a community, tomorrow it will expand to four, to the day after tomorrow it will be ten. And soon enough, those people will, will overpower us. And, and before we know it, we have the whole community with, with half of, of its residents being uh, thugs and criminals. We need to act now whilst we can still identify who the culprits are, working together with law enforcement agencies and other organs and, and, and sectors and NGOs that exist within the community. Otherwise, we'll never win the battle. We can have police there, but the issue is that police have to do policing. They have to do all these things. But also we have a role to play as individuals, as communities, to say, as this community, we are not happy with this. This is how we would want to see it solved. Work together with the police. Put to them your fears and what is happening so that we can better work together as partners, as, as, as a collective to try and solve the problems that face us in communities. Now, Busi, you mentioned that you've been liaising with the South African Police Service. Have there been any arrests for this type of uh, criminal activity or not? 
Not. At this point, in the cases that uh, we have opened as a department, we have not uh, heard of any arrests or convictions that have been made. And as a result, the MEC is seeking to have a meeting with the MEC for safety, but also the provincial commissioner um, uh, of the police service, so as to, to better understand the challenges that are there, but also to find lasting solutions to the problem at hand. Because we can't continue in a society where, where crime continues to, to move uh, without any consequences. We want to see arrests. We want to see convictions. That's where we think those there will be a deterrent once we see that there is a serious fight against crime in our communities. And 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 the MEC was saying it starts with also having imbizos. We, we used to have imbizos uh, where communities are called into a meeting so that we can all lay it on the table to say these are the problems. This is how we want you, government, to help us solve those problems. As government, what is it? As police, what is it that you, is, is making it for you to be difficult? to sort out these things. Just last week, the MEC visited a home of a victim of crime, gender-based violence uh, crime. Uh, she went with the victim to the police station to open a case. You won't believe that the following day, the victim went to the police station to drop the charges. Mm. So it's things like those that would really uh, hinder uh, these things uh, full arrests or prosecutions if we also as communities do not stand up and, and do not really raise our voices and, and hold those who are wrong accountable through uh, the various uh, agencies that are there, including law enforcement agencies. Last one, Busi, for this morning. It would appear from anecdotal evidence that these attacks are on the rise. They're becoming increasingly common rather than reducing. That is, that is our main concern. That is our main worry uh, as a department. Because as they continue to be on the rise, as they continue, because it's not just robberies, uh, we continue to see uh, people getting raped, women getting raped, uh, women getting uh, murdered. And, and all these social ills that we see, uh, whether you're talking about young people uh, in being involved in drugs, and they require the services of social workers so that they can offer these psychosocial services to the people. And if we are not able to do that. It means we have a society that is engulfed in so many emotional traumas without getting debriefed or counseling from professionals. And, and, and that is a recipe for disaster. And also, if we see this increasing, it means all of us are going to be scared to drive around uh, the Nelson Mandela Bay Metro. It means that tourists are not going to be able to come into the area to, to try and, and plow back and have, and have investments Investors are not going to come. At the end of the day, it is the people of the Nelson Mandela Bay Metro that are going to suffer. And it is worrisome to us that they continue to rise. That is why we're doing our part as a department to say, let's have a meeting with the Department of Safety so as to try and, and work with them in trying to, to arrest this thing and now before it is too late. We do not want to find ourselves in a situation where we are unable to go in some to some areas of the province because crime is at an alarming level that no one is, is free to walk and no one is free to, to drive by. We, we should be at this point be in a position where we are able to go anyway without fear that we are going to get robbed, especially... Uh, 
are civil servants uh, that drive state vehicles. They can't be in a situation where they can't drive around and offer services because their vehicles are being targeted and they are being targeted as individuals with their own properties and everything that they carry. That's the spokesperson for the MEC for Social Development in the Eastern Cape. Lucy, thank you so much for joining us today on Behind the Herald Headlines with Darren Mann. Thank you, Darren. Thank you so much. That was today's edition of Behind the Herald Headlines with Darren Mann.